Yo, welcome to another episode of the Hip Hop Spot Podcast. With me, your host, Brown96. The Hip Hop Spot Podcast is where I interview inspiring entrepreneurs within the entertainment field. And yo, today is another dope motherfucking episode that you do not want to miss. We have a special guest, Moses Cuevas. The homie's story is fucking powerful as fuck. Inspiring, you know what I mean? Even though the homie made some mistakes, you know what I mean, while growing up, you know what I mean, while, you know, getting caught up by the system and all that. But man, everyone gets a chance to come back and give back. And you know how that goes, homies. Even though you you get caught up with certain things in life, don't think that that's it. There's always a second chance, you know what I mean? You just have to appreciate what you have and do your thing. But with no further ado, I'm going to let y'all enjoy the conversation that me and the homie Moses had. And I hope y'all can benefit and uh, learn a thing or two about this conversation. Yeah, and don't forget, each one teach one. Yeah. Boom, bitty, bye, bye. Yeah, yeah. Boom, bitty, bye, bye. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what's good, my gente? We're back to the Hip Hop Spot Podcast with your homie, the host, Brown96. And today we got a very powerful voice, the homie, Moses Cueva. What's good, homie? What's good, Victor? How you doing, my boy? Yo, hey, everything's good, homie. With the grace of God, you know what I mean? We're doing this, you know what I mean? But, um, bro, I really want to take it back to, you know what I mean, your beginnings, dog. You know what I mean? As a young one, because I feel that everything we go through, we pick up everything, you know, from a, you know, at a young age, we start molding our minds and to become the person we are today, bro. Talk to us about, you know, where you grew up, um, you know, your ups and downs as a young one, man. Talk to us, homie. Uh, well, first and foremost, my name is Moses Cuevas. Um, I'm, I was born in Long Beach, California uh, in the year of 1994. Uh, I was Pretty much, I was born with uh, my with my mom. She had heroin in the system, and uh, I was taken away at a, as a baby. And so I was already introduced. They call it the system, which is what having to deal with foster homes, group homes, and all that, or just going with other family members. Uh, this all happened while I was a child, pretty much. Um, so at a young age, I was kind of place to place already as a, as a as a kid and uh you know it, it was rough man uh being with people i didn't know being with family members uh that i also didn't really know and not having my parents around while they were doing their thing you know which is uh doing drugs or in and out of prison or even gang banging you know so uh i definitely at an early age as a, as a child um I mean, I, that's pretty much just a glimpse of how I pretty much grew up. I mean, as as a, as a kid, you know, but yeah, man. So I mean, talk to us about your school days, homie. Like, you know, what I mean, how was how was school for you growing up? Um, well, for, well to be honest, with you, uh, I guess you could say, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it real. I, I was a troublemaker. Um. I think, I don't know if it was for the attention or the lack of not having uh, my parents around, you know, not having that, that real discipline. Um, yeah, there was discipline where I was at, you know, but it's just, I, I feel it was different from, I think, actually having my real parents there. But uh, to answer your question, um, I did all right as far as like academically, but Again, you know, uh, I'm getting into fights or, you know, I listen to the teachers or whatever it is, you know. But, um, I mean, also, I, I love to play sports, man. I was mm. always, I was one of them kids that was always running around, running amok, pretty much. You know, one of them little travesos and shit, you know. So, excuse my language. I don't, nah, I don't it's all good. Here. It's all good. It's all good. All right. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, um. Yo, when I asked that, 
in regards to, you know, the school and all that, I mean, everything that I asked, man, I asked in the picture, in the in the mind of a young one listening to this. Like, I picture someone young, listen, I mean, like, even my young self, I picture my young self listening to this and learning something from it. Like, if I were to be a young one, like, I used to be a travieso myself in school. I used to be the class clown, you know what I mean? Just, just capping on everyone and shit. But, uh, and I did it because of the fact that I had both my parents, but they would work long hours. And I mean, it's not an excuse. It's just why, why I was the way I was. They were long hours out, and I would always be with the with the nana, you know what I mean, with the babysitter or whatever. So I would have all this freedom to do, you know, to, to be mischievous. And um, so I, I got that, had that freedom. See, now a lot of people are still going through that, even today, where parents are just have to work so much, especially in Cali. So everything's so expensive. So you know what I mean. Parents have to work. Both parents have to work full full shifts and stuff, and um, it's it's just hard. So I all the questions that I ask, I ask in the in the in the point of view of a young one. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, man. So now, as for today, bro. As for today, how do you see the youth as opposed to how when you were growing up? Um, that's a good question. I like that question, and I'm I'm gonna keep it raw and real. From my point of view, from what I've seen so far and what I'm seeing to this day, I think the younger generation, I think they have it easy. I think also um, I see a lot of laziness. Mm. Um, but, you know, I also see uh, a lot of potential and a lot of um, future, you know, stars like I, I i do see the good too you know but for example you know like everybody's on social media or on the phone phones these days you don't really see kids or or, or um, teenagers out there running around playing football on the street mm. or playing basketball you know with the made hoop or you know just out there running around instead you see like the younger generation on the phone or on social media whatever it is, you know, and it, um, also, you know, when I was younger, I used to get ass whoopings. Mm. I used to get, um, the bell. I used to get the soap in my mouth, chili, all that, you know, uh, I, now these days you can't even freaking touch a child, which, mm. you know, I'm not, I'm not condoning it, but, you know, I think back from when I grew up, I think we had a little more tougher. That's why I say, I, I feel you guys have a little, uh, well, the younger generation has a little more easier, but uh, I, I definitely see the good, though, too. I see the future. They are the future, mm-hmm. you know, and I do have faith in them. But, uh, yeah, man, that's that's the little differences I see from, from when I grew up until now. So Yeah, man. Now, it's a trip to think back how our, you know what I mean, the people that were around us that were adults at the time that we were children, how they were looking at our generation. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of trippy the way we see the new generation as being lazy. And I can say that it's, you know, partially true and all because I think it was social media and, and just the, the access of Internet itself that everyone can get, you know, get a hold of. But a lot of people don't see the, you know, the, the power in Internet, in the Internet itself, that there, I mean, it can be profitable if you really, really look into it. But a lot of people of the new generation don't look into it. They're waiting for it to come to them. Right. Definitely. um, Yeah. I feel uh, with social media, in my opinion, like you said, the word, uh, one word that you said kind of stuck stuck out to me and that was profitable. Um, And I agree. And when, when you say profitable, I feel that can be positive, but also can be negative. Yeah. Um, I feel it can it can be a distraction. It can be um, a type of business that companies are using the social media to have you just sucked in and on your phone or laptop, whatever it is, you know. And it's uh, I don't know. It can be a it's like a double edged sword. It can be a good thing, but also a bad thing, you know. And uh, I, I recommend to all, to the younger generation like don't be so you know. Learn, you know, uh, go go on different websites, or whatever. But learn, I I would say learn as much as you can. Mm. Um, and social media, whatever it is, the internet. Period. You know, it's not like 
the world the world's too damn big just to be on the internet social media whatever it is there's there's many many things out there to be discovered or to learn and you know and grow off of which is uh you know, interacting with people on the street, uh, meeting certain people, no matter what the age, race, um, those are different ways you can learn. You know, and I'm just saying, I'm just speaking from experience. So mm. now, talk to us about when you used to like, you know, like kick back around the neighborhood and stuff like that. When when do you recall that you that you kind of like already knew that you were going into, you know, stepping into wrong footsteps? would say when I was about 11 or 12 um man I um I started ditching school and stuff at 12 years old I dropped out of seventh grade and I, I hit the streets and I met the homeboys and I started gang banging at 12 and then eventually I got jumped in at 13 years old and from there at that point it, it was game time it, it was on and cracking and, and uh when i say that i mean uh i was you know a, a young you know brown mad angry sad hurt youngster kid on the streets you know just running amok and doing it all you know um in and out of juvenile hall uh the uh place to place uh, committing crimes, you name it. I mean, but uh, it, it all pretty much started at 12. Uh, it, you know, it's crazy because unfortunately it, it runs through the family. It's like a cultural thing throughout my family. Mm. Uh, they, I guess you could say it runs through the blood, you know, and um, I'm, I'm not proud of it. I will, you know what it is, what it is. I, I mean, I feel everything happens for a reason. Um, I'm grateful because I've got two children, you know, I, uh, and I feel it's just a blessing all around. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing things today that I never thought I'd be doing, you know, and mm -hmm. I feel without that happening, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I'm not ashamed of who I am. I don't regret, you know, I do have my bad days, but I feel God has made me this way. So I accept it. And it's all like, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm comfortable with myself and my own skin. Yeah. So, see, I never like joined, like I never joined any gangs personally, but I didn't have to because I was already writing, doing stuff with, like, you know what I mean, the crew right. and shit. So, you know, in that aspect, I understood that lifestyle. Right. But the thing is, when you're deep in, for someone that's deep in, you know what I mean, and um they get caught up and they go through the system, you know, to prison right. and all that. It's a right. whole different ball game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you have to follow certain guidelines, certain <laughs> rules within, within, you know what I mean? Prison rules and all that within, you know what I mean? Your, <sighs> your gang and stuff, you know what I mean? Or, or within the, your people. Cause I mean, in, in prison, you have to be with your own people. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and now with that, with respect to, to that culture and you know the the whole history behind gangs i never understood why some people that were were like second third generation you know gang members they would kind of glorify it to their children and and they would you know dress their children the way that they dress right but then go out and talk about they're doing something positive for the community when they're presenting this through the family. And like I said, everything that I talk about, I talk about it with full respect because, you know what I mean? Just because some people may not understand it, you know what I mean? It's not their place to, you know what I mean, to bash it or whatever. But I just want to have some clarity with how, you know, you feel about this. For for me personally, I've seen it myself. I've, I know a few people um, that that have done that, or they want their child or their children to be from the hood or the gang, whatever. Um, and for me personally, I'm like, what the f what the fuck, you know? Cause I'm for me, I'm trying. We're trying to get away from the, like the hood. We're trying to like do some bigger and better things. But sometimes we're born into it. Sometimes that's all we know that it's all we're surrounded by mm -hmm. it's 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 either life or death and we gotta you know but for me personally i would not want my children 
to follow in my step, in footsteps and especially in gangbanging because I know what it is. I've seen it and it's a cold and shady world mm-hmm. really in that, in that, in that aspect. And, and the homies, they know what I'm talking about. But for me, I would not want my children to, to be doing that. And shout out to my daughter, Malaya and Angel. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. But that for me, I, I have seen it though. You know, people dress, dressing up their children. Whatever. I mean, if that's their thing, if that's what they want to do, that's all them, you know, but for me personally, for me, my kids, I'm out, I'm out with all that. You know, I, I want the, I would want the best for them. I would want them to be better than me. Mm. So that's just me, though. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what it's about, dog. And I mean, really, if you think about it, is how you can do it to live another day. And glorifying certain things is like, in a way, going backwards. You know what I mean? Real quick, can I, can I say this one? My bad. Victor. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. And, and you know, and th- another reason why I feel like that, real quick, is it's not a game. People actually die. Yeah. Over the, especially in California, and I'm from S- Southern California, especially. But it, game being, it's like it's it's not a joke, you mm-hmm. know. And you can definitely lose your life. Um. To me, I just take it very serious. You know, I've had a couple close calls myself. You know, and I just feel it's not a game, and uh, I, I wouldn't want my children to to get the taste, the feel, the, you know, I just don't want them, I, I feel they deserve better than that. That's mm-hmm. all I'm really saying, and I, I care enough for them, you know, but again, that's just me, so. And, and I feel how, how you mentioned that when you grow up, that's all you know, and, and that's why I say that, you know what I mean, with full respect. What I, what I question about, you know what I mean, this lifestyle, because that's all I knew as well, you know what I mean? But I feel that it's uh, the people that have understood the bigger picture, is, is the, um, it's on us to tell others that may still be living with their eyes closed, you know what I mean? So it's up to us to kind of like tell them like, yo, you got to, you know what I mean, look at the bigger picture, dog. Like, especially the people that have, that have kids, they already... Como que, like, they have to agarrar la onda, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. damn, dog, like, you went through all this and you're still glorifying that shit for real? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, I just feel like it's something that needs to be talked about because I know within the the code of the game, you know what I mean? Like, it, you can't really talk about that shit because, you know what I mean? Especially someone in the game, like, you get checked on by just even speaking about that shit, you know what I mean? Because it's like going yeah. against the culture, going against the lifestyle and shit. But, um, I mean... Just within the lifestyle, dog, what can you say that really kind of got you, like, like even even as you were, like like you said, running amok, like, did you ever stop and just think, like, damn, I'm really deep in this shit, huh? Like, did some something ever catch your, your eye and be like, damn, this isn't a fuck with my head later on in life, because look at what I'm looking at. Um, I, I would have to say, like, my whole, I, I had, you know... Actually, three homeboys, three homies from from my generation, from from my my hood. Rest in peace to them. Um, passed away. They got they they got murdered, and uh, you know, and that was by whoever else. But you know, they they sure got you know they got they got murdered. You know, and um, shout out to the families. You know, God bless them, their children, cause and families. Mm-hmm. Um, but when once the homies started dying and shit, and you know, it, it's it, it's like that's when not only that because of the homies that passed away, rest in peace. But also when I had my my kids, my two mm. children, that's when my my the, I took my I started taking my foot off the gas pedal. I started slowing my roll a bit. Yeah, I was still you know in the mix doing what I was doing, but I wasn't going full blast, you know, I kind of slowed down a bit, because mm. now I bought two seeds, two children in my life, do you want them to grow up like you, Moses, do you want them to feel what you felt without your parents, I, I started taking those things into consideration and uh, the goal eventually was to break the cycle of mm. uh, having children without, you know, their father um, but it, unfortunately it didn't stop there Eventually, I did end up going to prison, you know, but things happen, though, you know, and uh, 
But yeah, man. So yeah. that's an important thing you brought up, dog. Um, the cycle. A lot of people don't even realize that they're living through a cycle. You know what I mean? And that's the worst. That that's when you, it's it's harder to come out of something that you don't even realize you're in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And it's good that you realize that you were in the cycle through like you know what I mean, you know like generations of you know gang members or whatnot, and you realize like damn you know I gotta break this shit. Um. Now, of course, it wasn't easy. It's easier said than done. Now, how long did it actually take you to actually, you know what I mean, bring it to reality, this breaking out of cycle? I would say when I, prison, um, I would probably have to say when I hit prison, um, I seen a lot of things. And I started actually sitting down and really looking at the big, big picture, you know, and because uh, I had stabbed someone, I almost killed that guy. And I went to prison for it. He, he had told on me. I did my time. I did what I had to do. And uh, but being in there though, I I read you you I really looked at the big picture, mm. and I I would ask myself this: Do you really want to be in here for the rest of your life, a small little unit pod, whatever, surrounded by concrete, surrounded by men, being told what to do, take taking the shit uncomfortably? Um, eating nasty ass food, or would you rather be out there in the free world with the children, enjoying life? Uh, going having a barbecue, cookout, going to the beach, uh, you know, kicking in with your old, old lady, your girl, whatever it is, you know, which one you want to choose, Moses? You want, you know, and I would, I would ask myself things like that, and also, um. Uh, I seen a lot of shade in this. I seen I, I seen some things. I was like, huh, you know. And uh, I can't speak too much about that, but things like that made me think twice, you know. And mm. uh, I, I would have to answer your question, prisons, when I really kind of woke up and smelled the coffee, hmm. you know. Now let's talk about what led up to you getting caught up, you know, and going to prison. Um, how old were you, and um, what was the reason for 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 landing? You know, what I mean, in prison. I was about, I believe, nineteen years old, and uh, you know, I, I got into a scuffle with some dude, and you know, um, story short, you know, I ended up pulling out my, my, my piece, a blade or whatever, and I ended up, you know, plugging him, stabbing him a mm. few times. Um, I got pretty close to killing him. Um, he got airlifted, and, you know, he also called out, he called the cops on me, so, you know, I, I went to jail from there, you know, and mm. so that's how that happened. And Now, before that event, have you ever gone to jail before that? Only as a juvenile, as a oh. minor, yes. Yes, that that right there, what I did to that dude, that guy, that was my first case as an adult. Mm. So, all right, man. Um, now once once you were in already, man. Um, talk to us, man. Like you know, what I mean, for someone that's never gone in there and stuff, and like you know, what I mean, the first week, you know, I mean, where was your mind at, man? Well, when I, you know, that's another good question, cause at first, when I when I first first got in there. I didn't even know if that guy was well. I was sitting the right. I was sitting in the hold in the in the in the holding tank with some other guys in there too. And uh, one guy I know, he asked me, "What are you in here for?" And I told him, "Um, I stabbed some dude." And he asked me, "Is he alive?" And when he said that, I looked at him, and I thought to myself, "I don't know if he's alive or not." You know, and. Uh, so I didn't even sleep all night. Uh, I was thinking like, damn, this can be it. I could be in here for murder. And, you know, it was definitely a, 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 a mental warfare from there, from there on out, you know. And eventually I did find out that he did survive and things like that. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, mm -hmm. family wasn't too happy. The people I know, they, they were surprised. Um, but, uh, once you're in there though, it's, it's a whole nother ball game, you know? Yeah. So, you know, man, 
like I told you before that I, I you know what I mean, I, I was doing some some crazy shit with some with, with the homies too and stuff. And uh, you know what I mean? I just thank God that I I never had to take anyone's life, you know what I mean? Cuz uh now as as a father, like, you know what I mean? I think back on all the stupid shit that I did and like I I kind of like think to myself like, "Damn God, like I hope you you forgive me for all this stupid shit that I was doing." But the people that actually have taken lives, you know what I mean? And 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 the homies, I mean, they would always talk to me like, you know, like 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 if nothing, you know what I mean? Like I came up to that fool, smoked him, right? came close, you know what I mean, to his head and smoked him, brain fucking, brain fucking everywhere, you know what I mean? Brain matter everywhere and shit. I'm like, damn, homie, and you say it with no fucking sweat, like damn. It's like it's crazy that people get so, you know what I mean, so brainwashed. To think that th this is like you know what I mean, just just seeing brain matter every fucking where is like no big deal, you know what I mean? And it, it it's really a trauma that you have to deal with for the rest of your life, homie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, what can you tell us about things that you that you seen you know out and inside the prisons that today's day is still fucking with you and you're kind of like like damn, I hope I, I mean, I wish that I never have seen that shit. Um. I can't say too much because, you know, of our people and, you know, we yeah, have yeah. a certain code and stuff. But I can say this, you know, um, um, you know, just just bloodshed, you know, um, people getting hurt. And I, I, you know, can't say too much. Uh, also, people committing suicide. Mm. That's another, that was another big one, you know, um, guys in there, they lose it. They can't handle it. Um, you know, in there, you gotta be, you gotta be strong. You gotta be mentally strong and also physically strong. And in there, it's like, you're either a sheep or you're a wolf. And in there, I was a wolf, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, you gotta survive on And that, you know, that means any means necessary because people will, uh, see and sniff the weak, weak and weakness very, very quick, and you won't really last too mm. long, you know. Mm. And that's just the way it is, you know. So, um, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. I haven't told no one this. Um, from because of some of the things in there, I've had nightmares. Mm. I, I've had a nightmare too, and I've I, I've never said this at all. You know, uh, when I got out, I had a nightmare too. And what was crazy about it is in the nightmares, um, someone died in both of, in, in those nightmares. So, yeah, man, I, I woke up like, what the fuck? Like, I've never had nightmares in my fucking life. And I, you know, it's shit like that, you know? Damn. So. That's the subconscious mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of going over like a fucking movie and shit with what you've been kind of dealing with and stuff like that. Now, the person yeah. that, that you've seen die on in the dream, did that event happen? Um, nah. Oh. Okay. Nah, but, uh, you know, it's it's weird because I, I believe from what I remember, it was somebody I knew in there, you know, and uh, who knows? Because, you know, thank God I'm out and who knows what's going on in there. Oh shit! You know, yeah. so dang man. Yeah, man. Now, for um, also man, for someone that doesn't know, when you're in your cell, man, and you're just in your head, I mean, how are you able to like just stay balanced? Like, I mean, it's one thing to be like in the yard and having to physically be ready for anything that happens. You know what I mean? But right. the worst battle is to battle your to battle to have a battle with yourself. That's like the worst because, like, it's like you against you. How did you stay sane? Like, you know what I mean? I know you had like a million thoughts going over your mind all the time. You know what I mean? When you're in your cell or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, how did you stay balanced, homie? See, that's a good question too. Um, to be honest, I'm I'm gonna say working out. That was literally like my therapy. I know it's like a cliche, like everybody knows everybody works out when they're incarcerated. But for me, I really, work, I didn't work out just to work out or it's because it was mandatory. I worked out because it actually helped me. It gave me therapy, helped me with 
the stress, the the anger, whatever it is, the, the, the tension in my body, it was actually my therapy. Um, also, you know, praying in, in God, man. And uh, as far as my beliefs and all and, and God and all that, I kept it to myself because it may uh, people may take it the wrong way. But also God and praying, and in uh, there I came to to reality to accept. There's nothing I can do in the free world. Like out there is out there. Out here is out here. The world is the world. I gotta worry about in here. I gotta worry about surviving. I gotta worry about, you know, what's gonna go happen today, you know. So I that once I accepted that to not worry about all that that's going on out there, including my children, it's hard to say, but I would have because if a home if a homie or someone sees you stressing uh, over your kids, your lady, whoever it is, and there's nothing we can really do about it that can be considered weakness, you know? And mm-hmm. so I just came to that reality, like, you know, all that shit's out the door. I'm worried about in here right now. I got to make it today, you know? And that was just my mentality, you know? So, yeah. I mean, that's not far <laughs> off from how out here it is also because there's a whole lot of shit. I would say out here it's even like, it's you know what I mean. It's it's as bad as in there, dog. If you think about it, it's even worse yeah. out here. You know what I mean? Sometimes. No, I, guess. I I agree actually with that. Um, and I I feel the same way. In all honesty, I think out here the streets is worse than prison or mm-hmm. being incarcerated mm-hmm. because I just feel there's many more ways and there's uh, it's more possible, more of a possibility of something bad happening. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how I feel. I think I and I agree, man. I think out here, it's uh, I mean, I guess you could say more active, you know, or however. But I mean, I, I guess mean, I, it's just free will in general, dog. You know, it's just you have the freedom to do anything and everything you would want to do, and that that option is always there. You know what I mean? In right. in there, I mean, you could, you know, what I mean, get some drugs or whatever. You know, what I mean, somehow in there. But out here, it's everything, dog. Everything's on the table, right. you know what I mean, to grasp. And that's that's the hard part, just temptation. I mean, and I'm talking about, you know what I mean, with females. I'm talking about with drugs. I'm talking about with right. anything to do that goes against what you're trying to do in life. Right. Feel me? And um, out here is just way... Uh, a lot of stuff that can get you to 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 be to to be to somewhere to self destruct. Yeah, yeah, self destruction. Or end up, um, you know, causing you causing death. You know, and exactly. There's there's to me there's just way more things that can go wrong or happen. You know, there's too many. I think. Yeah, so. man. Now the name Moses, man. Um, family. Was uh religious? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool, man. Uh, cool. Now, to uh, you, um, what does that define, like, with your name? I mean, besides the the, you know, what I mean, the name in the Bible, like, what does your name define? In your man, eyes? I love that you asked that. Good question. And I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, I believe it was, if not yesterday, the day before, and we're actually uh, my. She was. She brought up my name, and she's like Moses, and she's like, "Man, that's that's a powerful like name, mm-hmm. you know, especially especially biblically speaking." And uh, you know, and uh, for me, I for my name, um, I feel again Moses. He was a leader, mm-hmm. and I feel I'm also a leader, and I feel there's many people watching me. So, I feel I just not only live up to my name, but, you know, do what's right and, and, and represent the right way and do it a different way of putting in work. Or, you know, it, it doesn't always have to be about shooting, uh, stabbing, getting r- rid of this rock or this little sack real quick, or go robbing a bank, break into a... There's other ways I feel you can put in work with... uh opening up a business, mm. helping out some homeless people, uh, investing in stocks, whatever it is of putting in work of where you come from 
or your for your family, whatever it is, you know. And uh, for me now, I'm just about that that definitely about that positivity and uh, you know just just motivating, man. And I just feel my name is it's a uh, it's a strong name, so you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel I don't know how to explain it, but my characteristics, you know, I feel I'm blessed and. Uh, I was given my story, my testimony, my talent for a reason. I feel so, you know. Yeah, it's who knows? powerful, bro. Who knows? It's powerful, bro. You know what I mean? Your story must be told, homie, because um, you know, not only did you overcome so much, but you know, what I mean, it 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 will help a lot of people through their trials and tribulations, whether whatever they're going through, hearing your story that that it is possible, no matter what you went through, to turn it around and make it into something you know what I mean something worth listening to you know what I mean definitely yeah man now how long were you in prison uh I signed a, a four and a half guilty plea deal I did 85% of that which was about three years so um again this was in, in the state of New Mexico it was my first case as an adult and uh, that's that's what they gave me. So I, I pled guilty. My man's giving my time, so I can go to prison and let's get let's let's do this, man. Let me let me start my time, you know. So that's the way I looked at it at that time, you know. So yeah. And and throughout this whole time, of course, you you had your your uh, routine, doing you know what I mean burpees or do what you had to do, you know what I mean to stay fit, of course, and to to basically you know stay afloat, you know what I mean. Um, after how many years did you already start thinking like what were you gonna do when you got out? Um, I would say probably close to the end of doing my time. I, I really, really started thinking. I would take notes, write things down, write my thoughts down, um, study different things. Um, just just doing my best to get prepared for society mm. and uh, just to be ready, man and. Um, I would say I, I would have to say towards the end, but don't get me wrong. When I got out, it, it was hard and tough to transition from being in there to out here. Yeah. Um, especially like with my my children, my kids. Um, they're already grown up a little bit more. Uh, I've been gone for for a bit. Um, dealing with people, you know, like say for example in Walmart. I, like, I, I would get overwhelmed because I, I just felt like I still had that mentality of being on my toes, being ready for anything. And to be in a Walmart with all these people doing something all around, it's like, man, what, you know. So over time, though, it's, it's kind of, I, I can go in there like nothing now. But, you know, things like that. And also jobs. Uh, it was hard getting a job, man. And uh I learned and I thought to myself, now I know why a lot of parolees or, or felons go back because of our background or whatever it is. It's it's tough to, um, you know, it, it, it was tough. But my, my mm-hmm. philosophy on that was always, uh, I'm going to look until I get something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Well, what I was hearing when you were uh, saying right now that it was hard to find a job, it pushes you more to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Well, for me, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I came to a point because I worked for a lot of people, but I got to the point where I'm like, man, I'm tired of working for people. I want to be my own boss and stuff, you know. Hmm. So it just got to that point, and and I started thinking about business plans and businesses I wanted to open and and possibly start. Um, that's that's where all that came in, you know, and. Uh, I kind of got tired of being told what to do, but you know it is what it is. You gotta survive. You gotta pay bills. You know, so you gotta do what you gotta do, especially to feed the family. And I wasn't trying to go back to prison for some dumb stuff, you know. So, but yeah, man, that's yeah. Now the last week, man, before you got out, I heard that that's the the, the longest week of your life. Is that is there any truth to that? Uh, definitely. Um, even the day, even the day you get in now feels like. Time is just ticking like slow, like. But uh, definitely, man. Um, for me, it, it seems like it just goes slow for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because you. Like for me, I probably started thinking way more. Um, thinking how it's gonna be, 
how how is this gonna be? How you know things are like that. So yeah, man. For me, it went it went by slower. It, it, probably because I, I had and I know and I knew that I was getting out. So I just started like you know thinking of what I'm gonna do, how you know things like that. So yeah, yeah, man. Let me ask know, you this, weird. bro. Let me ask you this. For people that are there for like years and they finally get out, be, right before they get out, is there something that they help you to transition back into into society? Is there some kind of program within the prisons that help you to transition? Or is it just, you like, it's kind of like you're on your own and shit? I mean, yeah, there is. Uh, it, it all depends where you're at, really. And uh, what prison or, or what, what yard or whatever it is, um, they do from what I've heard and from what I've seen. Um, again, it's up to also to the individual if they want to take them programs or do them programs oh, or whatever it is of that prison has to offer. Um, for me, where I was at, we weren't really given none of that. So for, for me, I had to actually go study and get books from the library on my own, you know? Mm. So it all, it all depends, really. Answer your question. Man, that's... That's cool that you went ahead and did that because that just got you more prepared for stuff. You know what I mean? And that's why, uh, to go along with what you were saying, that a lot of people go back in because, you know what I mean, some people need that drive, need that um, need someone to tell them, like, you know what, you're going to be getting out soon. You should be doing this, this, and that. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be hard to transition back in there. And a lot of people that are waiting for that don't get it. And then they just go back in the same cycle, and then they land back in the prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel that yeah, that's um, true, man. It's, it's crazy because uh, I've seen some some guys, man, like like literally almost start crying, not crying, but like tearing it up with tears and stuff, and uh, also because they're scared. You know, they're they're scared to uh, to get out because they have been down so long or. Mm. Um, they don't know how it's going to be being out here in society in the world. So it, it definitely made them nervous because that's all they know is fucking, mm. you know, being in there. You know, they have a routine each and single every day. Some people can't handle being out here. We got bills to pay. We got to go to work, feed the children, whatever it is. Um, Take care of your mom, your dad. It, 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 to me, it's it's tougher out here, you mm. know. And uh, yeah, man, some some people can't handle it. You know. Now, once you came out to this um to society, man, and um you were, you know, like you knew you had a voice to 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 you know to say something, you know, about what you experienced and how you view things and how you can add a little bit of your flavor to you know what I mean to to spark someone's mind to to help someone you know what I mean. How long did it take you to be able to um, open up and be public about what you talk about now in your platform? Hey, Victor, it, it took a while, man. To be honest with you, it, it did. Because I, I do like my privacy. You know, um, I do like to be private. I do, you know, I, I especially with my family and kids. And um, I'm, I don't want to be famous. I don't want money. I don't want none of that, you know. And uh, it was definitely a... A bit, and I and I rather choose to be quiet. I'm, you know, and so it it took a while to kind of open up little by little, and be very wise on on the things I definitely say, you know. So uh, it's definitely not easy, you know, but it took time. It took time, and uh, I had to do a lot of thinking about it because I, I thought, you know, is this really what I want to do? Do you really want to do your best or or try to help people, or tell tell them my story, um, or help them with working out, mm. you know, things like that. I asked myself, and um, to be honest, I'm glad I went through with it, cause you know I'm I'm doing things I never thought I'd be doing, and I'm proud of myself. Mm. So, yeah, man. Now, how important for you is a schedule, man, and um, how tough is it? How tough was it for you to have developed a schedule that works? Uh, for like, for, for everything or like just working in, out? I mean, just in general, man. I mean, because like, 
getting workouts in into into the daily is it's not an easy thing especially if you're working or whatever you know you have kids i mean you have kids i mean so it's like how do you fit in a workout in the day homie it's it's hard man and it, it still is hard um i got a lot of different things going on especially with my personal life um as far as like say getting off at work from doing the 10 8 to 10 hour shift or even 12 hour shift being tired as hell and to come mm-hmm. home and be like fuck i got to work out exactly to to stay in shape to to be ready for just to feel good get my therapy in for the day you know um I, I would force myself i would force myself to go do some push-ups go do a quick routine um as much as i didn't want to as much as tired as i was i would force myself so yeah man now i heard a lot of talks about with other people that you know what i mean that go against the grain within their own bodies um how much of it do you, I mean, what exact, I mean, how do you train your mind to go against something that is so used to not doing? You feel me? Like, especially like with me, I had a hard time having to schedule to wake up early because I'm not a, a morning person at all, homie. And I'm little by little getting up a little more earlier than the next day. You know what I mean? And the point is that I want to get more stuff done in the day and I want to get maybe a workout in early in the morning before I get to, you know what I mean? Get the kids ready for school and get ready for work and all that. I want to get a workout in there. Hopefully, you know what I mean? That's the main, you know what I mean? Goal. Um, but like for someone that's going through or is thinking about doing some changes in their schedule, how would you recommend they start? Um, just by, just by balancing everything, um, whatever you got going on, which, whether you're a man or female, um, figure like write it down. Come up with some type of schedule or, or whatever works best for you. Um, you don't gotta get a whole hour, two three hours of working out. Sometimes I mean, I, I sometimes I do recommend though, you know, going hard and mm. for an hour or two. I've I've done it. It's possible, but there's going to be days when you can only go for like 30, 45 minutes and that's okay. But push yourself, you know, and, uh, definitely, um, whatever, just, I would say, you know, figure out your schedule, stay balanced, but also have time for your family, for your career, for school, um, for your, your kids, whatever. Um, cause you want that time too, you know, and, um, rest i feel rest is very important Mm. for any any and everybody and i mean like sleeping uh definitely hydrating yourself Mm. eating the right foods whatever understand we may want some some tacos or hamburgers whatever you know it happens but get back to work the next day go even Mm. harder you know um just just um you got to start somewhere and for me uh, uh, a very important word that comes to my mind and something that I live by um, is uh, consistency. Mm. You know, you can do all that for a good day or two, but then fall off for a good two, three weeks. What was the point? So I just feel consistency, not only for working out, but for everything in life is very, very important. You know, and it'll take you long ways, I think. So, Do you feel that adding a little pain to the schedule is is a good thing or a bad thing and i say this in the in in the aspect of i don't know if you heard certain people handle you know what i mean when they're not following on their schedule they kind of detour a little bit they have like little rubber band i mean uh rubber um bracelets and stuff that they snap their wrists and stuff um when when they're like thinking of of maybe for an example like say you get out of work and you know what i mean instead of working out you're over here thinking about, damn, that that hamburger looks pretty good right now, you know what I mean? So it, people snap their freaking um their 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 wrist with the with the band with the wristband to kind of detour them to bring them back to the regular schedule. Do you have anything like that that you kind of uh want to detour because it's an easy thing to do, and then kind of tell yourself, nah, fuck that, I'm gonna stick to the schedule. Uh, I mean. I, I have, um, there, I do got them times, actually a lot, you know, and, 
but again, I, I know what my goal is and what I have to keep doing. And uh, it takes like it's it's not easy, man. It takes uh, determination, like um, to as far as like inflicting pain. I mean, there's days where I mean I might like slap my hands or like smack my face a little bit to be like, you know, let's go. Mm. It's game time. Snap out, like stay focused, Moses. Like this shit is important, you know. And I take it very serious for me because I have a lot of people including my children, family, whoever, friends, homies, uh, my kids, I, I'm helping. Mm. And to me, it's, it's not only a job, but it's my purpose. Mm. So that's what drives me, you know. And there is days where I, I get sidetracked or I'm being lazy, but nah. Like after this, Victor, uh, I was doing stuff all day. I was helping my sister out. She needed my help. I helped her out today with uh, some important things. Um, I, I talked to you in the morning. Uh, and we decided we're gonna do this um, interview, and uh, believe it, believe it or not, after this, I don't know what time it is, but I'm gonna go work out after this. Mm. You know, after, after a long day, I don't want to. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I don't want to, but I have to. It's Monday. It's the start of the week. I gotta get that money, bro. So I'm, I'm like pretty much in a way, like I said earlier, forcing myself. I gotta do. I gotta. I, I just I, like I'm, I'm putting. I'm like hard wiring my mind to just do it you know and um hmm. it's not easy it's not easy you know because i can easily just go in there take a shower go eat some food kick back you know but nah man i gotta go to work so i got some business i need to handle and hmm. and and at the end of the day end of the night i'm sure you know i'll be sad uh, i'll feel better you hmm. know that i don't know but that's just me though it's not easy. I know it's not easy, though, for everybody, yeah, so... Easier said than done, man. And that's in your workouts, dog. You know what I mean? You're, like, doing, like, burpees in the rain and shit. Like, damn, homie. How do you, how do you like... That's what I'm saying. Like, I look up to you, homie, like, that you you train your mind to work for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as easy as that sounds, because we're the... Just because we own our brain doesn't mean that we're in control of our brain. You feel me? Right. And um, I feel like you manipulate ahead. it in a way that it works for you and not against you. Is that's dope, homie? I fucking feel that so much. Like you know what I mean? I'm a hey, bro. I'm gonna be honest. So like, I have my bad days too. I I really do, Victor. And um, sometimes it's 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 a it's a battle, man. It's it's I have my good days, but I also have my bad days. I have days where I do want to say f it and f everything and give up and be like, fuck it all, you know? But I can't, bro. I feel I've, just, I've come too far. I can't let our people, the people, kid, my kids, family, I can't let I can't let you guys down. I can't let myself down. And um, it's, it's um, I just take it one day at a time, you know? And uh, I just feel like, for example, there's a good old saying, I read some things where I learned that, say you wake up in the morning and but you wake up with a bad attitude or or just a, a a bum mood or like just a bad mood, right? Most likely you start your day off like that. Your day is going to be like that throughout the whole day, you know? Mm. So um, I just feel I, I do my best to start off with some positivity and pray or whatever and thank God for, for a new day that I'm, I'm, I'm granted because sometimes we don't wake up from our sleep and uh, sometimes mm. I put on some motivational things and I listen to it and uh or some music or whatever it is you know and just try to get my my day going you know drink a cup of coffee and uh i do my best just to keep it positive even when there's madness going around all around me you know it's it's, it's definitely uh it's a fight you know mm. but you just gotta keep fighting so that's dope man that's dope now i know you have plans to you know eventually uh open up your own like fitness place you know what i mean and, and and that's dope, homie. Um, now, what? Um, I mean, how many years do you give it till you actually like do something like this? Have like you know branches and stuff like that. Man, I I love that question. Um, cause it is something not like a gym, man. That that would be, that would be like, man. Like, oh, I guess you say like a dream come true, like like. But, you know, God willing, by the next ten years, if not sooner. But 
you know, ho- you know, hopefully sooner. But I, I have steps to get there. I have, I, it may even be even sooner, but I have things that I want to do before I get there. You know, I want to be ready. I want to be all around um, prepared. And for like, one thing is I've always wanted to own my own house. Mm. I, I, and that's something I would definitely want before opening up my own gym or whatever. Um, Cause I've always been on the streets. I've been place to place. I've never really had my own home. I had one, but I lost it due to my actions of being a knucklehead, you know, but I would like to have my own house, uh, you know, and that's just one of my goals, you know, and, uh, so I just feel like I got, it's going to take some steps to, to eventually do that, you know, but it's not impossible. Anything's possible. You just got to have some faith, man. And, exactly. and never give up, you know? Yeah, it's man. Gonna be, it'll be hard. It'll, it's going to be hard at times, but you just got to keep going. Got to keep mm. going. The youth in the system, man, you know, foster care and all that stuff, man. What is one advice you want to leave them off with, man? Um, there's, there's somebody out there that does care, whether you know them or you don't. There's somebody that is out there that does care about you. You may not, not meet them now. You may meet them later. Um, you're not alone. There's many people like you, whether you're a boy or a girl, man or female. Um, you're not alone. And, you know, it can always be worse. Mm. There's, there's, there's kids uh, going in other countries going through way worse than you are. I'm sure, or or in a different city or a situation, um, they may not have a roof over their head. They may be sleeping outside. They may have. They may be really, really hungry, but they can't find nothing to eat. They may be really thirsty, and they can't find water. They may be really, really sick. So all I'm just saying is, uh, definitely just stay grateful, and it can always be worse. And you're not alone. And, and definitely pray, man. Mm. Um, prayer is powerful. So, I mean, you that have the name Moses, man, how powerful is the um, scripture, man? Uh, to me, it's you know very. You know, it it helps me, and I'm a believer, and you know, I do get sidetracked uh, with you know things that don't really matter but uh i i just feel like it for me from my experience it's helped me again i i, I try to keep it to myself uh, you know but also i i let it be known how i feel and what i think and what i believe in you know so again it's just trying to be balanced and uh you know i've i've been a believer since i was a child i've mm-hmm. the seed the seed was planted in me since i was a kid you know, so it didn't happen overnight. It's 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 been in me since I was a child. You know, so mm. that that's how I feel about that. That's dope, man. Yo, man, I want to thank you for for uh, giving me this time, bro. You know what I mean? I know time is a you know it's a jewel. You know what I mean? And uh, like you said, man, you know what I mean? Not everyone wakes up the next morning, and uh, it's a blessing to see see another day, and. Man, all we can do is just keep on pushing, you know, let's stay on today, worry about today, and um, hope tomorrow comes, you know what I mean? It's something that we all should, you know, take notice, the fact that, you know what I mean, just because someone goes and, and you know, goes through the system, you know what I mean, and, and, and has to learn that way to become who they are today doesn't mean that they're any less than another person, you know what I mean? That's a stigma I don't know how that became a stigma that, you know, with where, I mean, everyone can bounce back. I mean, a millionaire can turn, can, can become homeless and, and vice versa. So that just shows that anyone can bounce back off of anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely. I, so I feel like your story is really, you know, it's something to be told and, um, yeah, man, gracias for everything, man. And, um, I hope nothing but, you know what I mean? Love 
and and you know what I mean in unity with with you and your family and and, and you and yours, man. Thank you. Simone, gracias too. And uh, if you ever need anything, Ricky, you already know I'm gonna call away. I don't have much, but you know I'm I'm here if you ever need someone to talk to. So. Orale, man. I appreciate that, homie. All right. Good night. Another good night.